On that one night in early summer when a beautiful scent fills the desert air, the Tohono O'odham know that they are breathing in Kakoe'u, ghost scent, and they remember a brave old woman who saved her grandson and brought him home. Each year after that, on the night the flowers bloomed, the Tohono O'odham would gather around while brought back child told the story of his brave grandmother, old white-haired woman. And that, Nawoj, my friend, is the same story I have just told you. San Diego, California, Saturday, March 21, 1959, midnight, 58 degrees Fahrenheit. Long after everyone else had left the beach and returned to the hotel, And long after the bonfire died down to coals, Ursula Brinker sat there in the sand and marveled over what had happened, what she had allowed to happen. When June Lennox had invited Sully to come along to San Diego for spring break, she had known the moment she said yes that she was saying yes to more than just a fun trip from Tempe, Arizona to California. The insistent tug had been there all along, for as long as Sully could remember. From the time she was in kindergarten, she had been interested in girls, not boys, and that hadn't changed. Not later in grade school when the other girls started drooling over boys, and not later in high school either. But she had kept the secret. For one thing, she knew how much her parents would disapprove if Sully ever admitted to them or to anyone else what she had long suspected, that she was a lesbian. She didn't go around advertising it or wearing mannish clothing. People said she was cute, and she was, cute and smart and talented. She didn't know exactly what would happen to her if people figured out who she really was, but it probably wouldn't be good. She did a good job of keeping up appearances, so no one guessed that the girl who had been valedictorian of her class and who had been voted most likely to succeed was actually queer as a three-dollar bill. That was what some of the boys said about people like that, uh, people like her. And she was afraid that by talking about it, what she was feeling right now would be snatched away from her, like a mirage melting into the desert. She had kept the secret until now, until today, with June. And she was afraid if she left the beach and went back to the hotel room with everyone else and spoke about it, If she gave that newfound happiness a name, it might disappear forever as well. The beach was deserted. When she heard the sand-muffled footsteps behind her, she thought it might be June. But it wasn't. Hello, she said. When did you get here? He didn't answer that question. What you did was wrong, he said. Did you think you could keep it a secret? Did you think I wouldn't find out? just happened, she said. We didn't mean to hurt you. But you did, he said. More than you know. He fell on her then. Had anyone been walking past on the beach, they wouldn't have paid much attention. Just another young couple carried away with necking, people who hadn't gotten themselves a room and probably should have. But in the early hours of that morning, what was happening there by the dwindling fire wasn't an act of love. It was something else altogether. When the rough embrace finally ended, the man stood up and walked away. He walked into the water and sluiced away the blood. 
As for Sully Brinker, she did not walk away. The brainy cheerleader, the girl who had it all, money, brains, and looks, the girl once voted most likely to succeed, would not succeed at anything because she was lying dead in the sand, dead at age 21, and her parents' lives would never be the same. Los Angeles, California, Saturday, October 28, 1978, 11.20 p.m., 63 degrees Fahrenheit. As the quarrel escalated, four-year-old Danny Pardee cowered in his bed. He covered his head with his pillow and tried not to listen, but the pillow didn't help. He could still hear the voices raging back and forth, his father's voice and his mother's. Turning on the TV set might have helped, but if his father came into the bedroom and found the set on when it wasn't supposed to be, Danny knew what would happen.